All right. So, will you all pick up from where we trust God will pick up from where we stop on Sunday? Amen. The starting is always, it's always very interesting. Then it's when we take off. You don't, you don't want to stop. Um, the first day I gave us some scriptures that tell us some words, amen, that, um, almost the same as the truth of the gospel, but it appears like that in scriptures. The truth, the light, the gospel, the word, the wisdom of God. Amen. I say amen. amen. Let's look at one that I didn't read that, David. Then we'll continue. Let's look at, uh, I think 1 Corinthians 16, verse 13 and 14. Then we'll go to Romans where we stop. I will advise you if you can, right, go back and listen to the message again and again and again and again. This is why it's very to as the faith. Say, stand fast. Sorry, watch ye. Stand fast in the faith. Quit you like man. Men, be strong. Verse 14. Let all, let all your things be done with what? Charity. Stand fast in the faith. I can't describe that. There will be a lot of things trying to pull you away from the truth of the gospel. I, I, I like it very much. Stand fast in the faith. They watch you. So you have to be watchful. right? Stand fast in the faith. Quit being like a man or man. You know what it means by that? Quit like men, men. The, the other amplifier, I don't know how to even call it right now. The classic amplifier says, quickly like men, men. Men always depend on their strength, their performances. So, stand in the faith, stop depending on, uh, on, your, on yourself, stop depending on your performances. Say amen. Be strong. Be strong in what? Be strong in the Lord. Be strong in the grace of God. Be strong in the grace of God. Then I like it. Everything you do, in all that you do, do it with what? With charity. Do it with love. And that's why I want to start with this one today. Amen. Because, because, a lot of us, we operate in quote, we operate in grace with the mentality of the law. Law's attitude. In our, in our walking in grace, we are not gracious. Amen. So full of condemnation. Glory to God. Say amen. Glory to God. Let all your things be done with charity. Let all your things be done with charity. You know, I was reading, I reading through the Bible today. You know, I, I found one place, I think it was 2 Corinthians. That Paul made a statement that it got my attention. I actually read through it. 
but God drew my heart back to it. And I learned a vital, a vital lesson from it. Paul said that, he said the Lord had opened unto him a great door. Right? But he said that he did not see Titus. He said his heart was heavy. Was troubled because he didn't see Titus. You know what he did? He didn't take advantage of the open door. He went to look for Titus. So I read through it. And the Lord drew me back to it. The Lord said that, Arabe, once a door is open, does not mean you should enter inside. He said the Lord opened the door. The Lord opened the door. But his heart for titles. You see, you see what, what was paramount was love. And the, the love, amen. Can I use the word outshine? Or displays everything else. The Lord opened the door, but he didn't see Titus, so his heart was heavy. So he left the open door and went after Titus. Don't you never say, let everything you do be done in love. Love should be the greatest. Give me 1 Corinthians 14, verse 1. Give me from the Amplified. Anyone you have, give it to me. 1 Corinthians 14, verse 1. This King James Amplified. See, pursue this love with. Yeah, well, I'm looking at that. Make it your Make it your good. This, you still have this. With eagerness, make it your good. And now I say, let it be your great quest. That's what I'm looking for. Let it be your great quest. Let love be your greatest quest. Let me say that again. I know it will enter to somebody's spirit. Let love be your greatest quest. Stand in the faith. You see, be, be, be on the, be on the watch out. Don't lie in that thing. Don't align that doctrine. Because many doctors will try to take your attention. Right? Stand in the faith. Stop depending upon your performances. But let everything you do, let it be done in love. Let love be the motivating factor. Amen. Just because a door is open, amen. Glory to God. Just because God opened the door. Let what motivates you be what? Love. Let what motivates you be love. Poke your neighbor again, say. Let love be your greatest question. Glory to God. Mm. Okay, one more. Look at 2 Corinthians 4 6. Then we go to our Romans. Amen. King James now. 2 Corinthians 4 6. 
For God who commanded daylight. Daylight to shine out of that. Has shined in our heart to give daylight of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. I really want you to know it's important you take note of these phrases in the New Testament. The light, the knowledge of the glory of God. What is this light? What is this knowledge? The knowledge of the glory of God. The truth of the gospel, man. Jesus is dead, burial, and resurrection. Not, but it will really do you good. If you have that in mind, I'm not going to do that right now. Amen. But if you have that in mind and you read the whole of this Second Corinthians 4, you will see the picture of what is being painted. Glory to God. Now, don't you ever say, God has cleansed us and declared us righteous. Outside our performances. This is the truth of the gospel. Talk to somebody else again. God has cleansed me. And declared me righteous. Outside my self-effort. This is the truth of the gospel. Say to one more person. Say, God has cleansed you. And declare you righteous. Apart or outside keeping the law. This is the truth of the gospel. The first day, right? In talking about the truth of the I told us, let's go, let's still go back there. Amen. Amen. We're, we're, entering, we're entering Romans. Right, let's go back there. Romans 1 verse 16. I told us when we talk about the truth of the gospel, this Romans 1 16, we see that. It's righteousness revealed. Remember, we say that they say, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Look at that phrase again. The gospel of Christ. All these phrases you see, the New Testament is referring to one thing. One particular thing. Right? Us being declared right by the blood of Jesus Christ. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth. So that is the condition there. To everyone that believeth. To the Jew first and also to the Greek. Verse 17. Glory to God. Can you be fast please? For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. For therein in the gospel. Amen. Is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. The righteousness of God revealed. It's revealed. And of course, the glory increases from faith to faith as your faith increases. It's in the gospel that righteousness is what revealed. Under the law, righteousness was concealed, covered. In our performances, righteousness is covered. In the gospel, 
in the truth of the gospel, righteousness is revealed. So back to the again to the definition. Right? God has declared us righteous outside our performances. We are the righteousness of God in Christ. In the gospel is our revelation. In the gospel is our showing forth. It's our showing forth. Romans 4. And on Sunday, this is where we stop. In Romans 4 from verse 1. This is where we stop, right? And we began to see that day. Abraham Abraham knew this. David described it. There is a blessedness. There is an empowerment that is released upon a man that God declared righteous outside his performance. There is an empowerment that comes upon a man That his sin is not credited against him. Sin is not credited against him. What shall we say then? That Abraham our father as pertaining to the flesh had found. Abraham found something. And my prayer is that you find something. Because the Lord will come to church. Year in, year out. They are born again, not denying that. But they have not realized what has happened to them. They are still going about, like the Bible says in the book of Romans, not being ignorant of the righteousness of God. They are going around trying to establish their own right. That was the error of the children of Israel. And because they don't, they are ignorant of the righteousness of God, they are going around trying to establish their own righteousness. They do not submit themselves to the righteousness of God. So, the, the, the importance of us submitting ourselves to the righteousness of God. Submit yourself. You need to yield yourself. Glory to God. I mean, I mean, a lot of times in healing, in healing school and healing convention, we've tried to define the word yield. Right? So, so what is yield? <laughs> Can you come? I don't know. You are, you are moving around, looking up at us. So let me call you. Come. I am wrong, 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 wrong. You see? Thank you, sir. How are you doing? Uh, how do you say? How do you say good evening, Yoruba? A crow or lesser. Okay, something like that. In the, you see? I made a married man. Amen. A father of one. I'm sure the second one will soon be on the way, man. That is a hardworking brother. So, so the other one will soon follow. I'm, 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 I'm not saying the truth. Okay, good. 
That be shy. Eh? But look at I made him to run here. I just said tired come and he ran here. And I know tired can be a little bit stubborn. I mean, and, and he's a twin. You will not be able to make tired do this. If you think it's a lie, tell tired to run to your lesson. Yeah. <laughs> that's like I said, that's the best psychology there. Tell him to run to you. Now, I asked her to run. Tired did. What did tired? Tired you there to me. So, yield is to obey what, okay, yielding to me is obeying what I asked him to do. Glory to God. Okay, Tai, go back and sit down. Tai, see, yielding. I didn't want to do too much drama. Amen. Tai, come back. No, you are not doing too much drama. Amen. And you know, all the time is just jogging and you're, you're tired, man. Okay, but you're sweating already. Is it hot? Okay, sit down here. Close to the AC. Osha, please, give him, give him drink. Quickly, 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 give him drink. You see, everybody is yielding. You see, they are bringing the drink. They are even running. Amen. You see. Oh, you don't want this. Okay, they don't want it. They want juice. He want juice. Give me my juice. If you don't have any juice, give me my own. But now hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. You see, I, 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 don't, I think I'm too tired. It's stubborn, amen. You see, look at it. The water, Lord. This sweating, amber. Spotlight being upon him. Yielding to the righteousness of God is obeying the righteousness of God. But if you are ignorant of the righteousness of God, you will be going around trying to establish your own righteousness. And in trying to establish your own righteousness, you will not yield to the righteousness of God. You cannot do the two. You cannot be establishing your own righteousness and yielding to the righteousness of God. Thank you, madam. You see, head of also yielded to me. Because I know if she had, if Taya had gone to Mrs. Ade Boju and said that, give me juice. <laughs> you cannot, you cannot be trying to establish your own righteousness in your performances. Quit ye like man. And be established or yield yourself to the righteousness of God. You can't do the both. If you are standing fast in the faith, you will quit like men. And if you are acting like a man, depending upon your strength, you are not standing fast in the faith. You cannot do the two. And the, the ignorance of the righteousness of God in the body of Christ is making us 
not to yield to the righteousness of God. And because we are not yielding to the righteousness of God, because we are not standing in faith, we are defeated in life. Glory to God. This is, this is the empowerment. Amen. Righteousness is the empowerment that releases things into our hands. A lot of times we have misunderstood right the teaching of faith. So we, we, we take the teaching of faith and faith has to do with grace. It's a gracious thing. Right? But we take the teaching of faith and we are appropriating faith with the law mentality. So even facing of the word of God, we don't do it mechanically. Hello? But you cannot study Romans 4. Amen. If you study Romans 4 and God gives you a revelation of Romans 4, you understand how faith works. And you understand what Abraham was believing. It's not, it's not much more of, listen, yes, I know Abraham believed that God was going to give him a son, Isaac. But listen, what brought Isaac was more of Abraham believing that because of this ultimate sacrifice, God has declared him righteous. That was the faith that brought Isaac. It was more of that faith, that believing in that, than him believing that he don't have Isaac. I'm really taking my time, and I'm trying to trusting God to build right slowly. Because it's, 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 it's the place that we have the same. Christians have really missed it. You see, it was more of Abraham believing that God has declared him righteous because of the ultimate sacrifice that God said he, he will make in Christ that make Abraham to overcome those five kings than the capacity, physical capacity of his trained men. In his house. But then I have seen people stand up and, and, and say, Look, Abraham have trained me, Abraham have and talk more of us having trained men in quote than what really gave Abraham the victory. Which is him believing. Let's go back there before we are going to We'll be there. We're going around. Man, Romans, you see the Romans was towards the end, but let's jump. Give me verse 17. Romans 1 verse 17. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him whom he believed, even God, who quickened the dead, and called those things which be not as though they were. Now, that was it. Him believing it, calling it, I'm not saying it's not important. It is. Right? He did it. But we make just so much on this and we forget where the power was really generated from. Move on. Verse 18. Who against hope, believe in hope, that he might become the father of many nations, according to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed. 19. And being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body. Still talking about his body. Dead. 
when he was about a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. Right? He staggered not at. Now, this way it became, it became what? More focused. He staggered not at the promise of God. Don't miss that. He didn't say he staggered not at the promises of God or God's promises. And this, this, can I tell you, this is where things change. The man will miss it. He staggered not at the promise. What was this? The promise. What was this? The promise. Because if he's staggering at whether Abraham has a Sarah was going to have a child or a child for him or not. No, you, 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 do, you don't have to just read Abraham's story a little bit. You know that Abraham a lot of time wasn't sure. He even told God. He said, you have been gisting or you have been talking. <laughs> but what's happening? I am going childless. And look, this Eliezer, somebody born in my house will inherit everything of mine. God said, no, no, no. I'm not saying somebody, somebody from your own loins. He went from there and ran into a Haggai. And Ishmael came out. So he left um, that, uh, that, that guy. Uh, what? Eliezer. Now it's not Haggai. God said, no, it's not the Haggai. Right? Coming from what? From Sarah. There's a lot of staggering there. There's a lot of staggering there. Say amen. So obviously, that is not what he's talking about. Listen to me. Sometimes you say, oh, I was believing God, but when something happened, you woke up in the morning, uh, you had one news, your heart skipped a little bit, and now they took more noise, amen. Nara have dropped, amen. Water in the stone, water, I mean, stone in the water, water in the stone, one of it. Your heart skip. Listen, listen. All those ones, amen, cannot affect the result. If you have not gotten that, we cannot move from this place. Man. All that one, no. Yeah, you, 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 you are talking to Joe. You mistakenly said the wrong thing. Look, it cannot affect it. But that is not where the power is being generated from. That is not where the power is being generated from. <laughs> Somebody told me a story one time. He said that. Uh, uh, it's a pastor right now. He said that when he was younger, they in the family house and they were doing morning devotion. And the mother, maybe you imagine doing morning devotion. I imagine Rachel's uh, wedding is coming up. So the mother said, Let's pray for Rachel's wedding coming up, which they were doing every morning. He now said that, uh, Let's pray for Rachel's burial. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then the gods became crazy. The brother told me that eh, that morning devotion became a prayer and fasting. They fasted, they pray, they bind, they lose, they cast, they call. You know, you know, you cast everything you can cast. You call all you can cause. You bind the one you can bind. You lose the one you can lose. Something must just break. 
Listen to me. Listen to me. That slip of tongue cannot turn a wedding into a barrier. Because let me, let me tell you something. That is not where the power is being originated or generated from. Our cups are you flow from there. But you see, the, the, the tap in your house, facet, right? They call it that bigger water. It, it's not the one that generates the water. <laughs> You're passing through it. It's a challenge. Is that coming from a water board? Do you have water board in your place, which is very strange, or it's coming from your your, your borehole and your t- which is more acceptable by men. The last time I used water board was when I was in the place and places, and then. That has been a very long time, about eight years ago now. How many of you are still using what about it? Okay. You are the one in Abuja. We are in heaven. <laughs> Amen. But you know what? It's not what about it. It's a channel. You need to know where the, the, the power is being generated. The power that will bring it. The power to bring Isaac forth was coming from what? The promise. And that the promise is what we are talking about. What we are zeroing in is the truth of the gospel. And God showed Abraham this. From the story of the stars. Of the ultimate sacrifice. An ultimate sacrifice. That will forever. Take away. The sins of the world. John. John the Baptist said. Hey. Behold the Lamb of God. The Lamb of God. The Lamb of God. That taketh away. The sins of the world. Ultimate sacrifice that will make a man righteous outside his performances. No self-effort in this matter. Hey, what is required of you? Which you saw on Sunday, we'll go back there briefly this evening. What is required of you is to believe. Because when it comes to this righteousness of God, you believe unto it. He staggered not. You know, everything happening to Abraham. Everything happened to Abraham. That picture God showed him. Right? That story God told him. That message God gave him. He didn't stagger at it. They like, let, uh, let, let Sarah not have a child or not. This is true. If you like, let them, let them capture my brother. Right? Or my, my nephew. Right? Let me let, let me let me let me do my training. Whether they win my training or not, look. It, if, if it happened, if like let let me lie that Sarah is my wife or my sister or not. Mm-mm. This particular one, I will not doubt it. That is where the power came from. It's like the story of Samson. Everything Samson did, right? He didn't cut his hair. 
and God held to that the fact that he didn't cut his hair to hold his covenant. Samson did everything. Samson did atrocities. He went to marry where he was not supposed to marry. Amen. He will go and get drunk. He was not supposed to drink wine as a Nazarene. He was not just, just drinking wine. Amen. He was getting drunk. Right? He will go into the home of a prostitute and sleep there all through the night. When he's going, when he's going back, he'll be singing Dockard song. Amen. I'm staggered and going back. The last say, okay, let's kill him now. Let's kill him now. They will close the city gate. The city gate. Not church gate. Not your house gate. They will close the city gate. Can you imagine that our gates like Jericho had that they close it. Nobody can go out. Nobody can come in. They will close the city gate. He's singing his drunk song. I come and hold the gate like that. And you do like that. It will be removed from the hinges. He didn't just push it out, or maybe you'll kick it out like Bruce Lee and go away. He will put it upon his shoulder, upon his back, and keep singing. I start climbing the mountain. After the sight of it, because they were to ambush him. Why did they shoot him? After the sight of it, they saw a man lift up the city gate. They said, Ah! He was like, Shoot that. said, If you try it, I will kill you myself. You want to, you want, you want to aggravate this kind of man. If it's called we are here, think of what will happen to us. They allowed him. He kept whistling and climbed the hill and dropped it on top of the mountain and went. He didn't cut his hair. The power was being generated with his covenant with God and that covenant was not broken because his hair was not broken. The same thing, right? No matter what happened to um, Abraham, right? His stand with God is not broken. Because his faith in the promise. He did not stagger at the promise of God. That is where the power is generated. We are looking at the wrong thing. We are looking at, we are looking at how, 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 uh, how much we can confess. I'm not saying it's wrong. It's good. Right? We are, but that's what we are looking at. We are looking at the wrong thing. We are, we are looking at how many hours we can pray in tongues. We are looking at the wrong thing. I'm not saying praying in tongues is not good. We are looking at the wrong thing. By all this time, you should put your eyes on the promise. He staggered not. Environment. What is this promise? I told you again and again and again. With this ultimate sacrifice, you are declared what? Righteous. That is what people are having difficult to, to understand. See, how can that give me a child? Ask Abraham, he'll tell you. And I'll get there to you. Amen. True oblique. But he was strong in faith, giving glory to God. <laughs> he was strong in faith, giving glory to God. And then he thinks about it. He does say, Oh Lord, I thank you. I am your righteousness. I am the righteousness of God. Hey, I am right in your sight. 
I think Sammy was telling us this doing prayers. Amen. This is what should be your reason to praise God at all times. Yes, this should be your reason to praise God at all times. That sir, he has made me righteous. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say, he has made me righteous. Glory to God. See some of you, you know, they are waiting to you. No, let me get the house. Then I'll be dancing Shabbatan. <laughs> oh, let the one million dollars appear in my account today. You the way I will enter church here. Eh? You see, you are still looking at the wrong thing. Giving glory to God. Move on. Move on, sir. Move on, sir. 21. And being fully persuaded that he had, what he had promised, he was able also to perform. Move on. Move on. Move on. Move on. And therefore, it was imputed to him. <laughs> For righteousness. But you know, then you see how, how strange it is. It's like talking about him believing God for a child. Amen. And going down, talking about righteousness being imputed upon him. That is what brought the child. That is what brought the son. That is what will bring the victory that you desire. That is what we bring the husband, the wife, the children that you desire. That is what we bring the money that you desire. That is what we bring the taking over that you desire. It's not what you do. It's what he has done for you. You are righteous. You are righteous. And therefore it was imputed, credited to him for righteousness. Outside his performance. Now, it was not written for his sake alone. Not for his sake alone. That's where we come in. Amen. That it was imputed to him. But for us also. Yeah, thank you, man. It's a good place to say hallelujah. For us, what? Also. Listen to me. This is how things works for you. For us also, to whom it shall be imputed, if that is the condition there, if we believe on Him that raised up Jesus our Lord from the dead, we can still see it in many other places in Scripture. But at least this one Scripture to persuade your heart. This is how. Righteousness is imputed upon you. How? By believing on him that raised up Christ from the dead. That is how righteousness is imputed upon us. It's not imputed because we keep the Ten Commandments. No, no, no. It's imputed because we do what we believe. With the heart and believed unto righteousness. Because you believe. Believe that what? He raised up Jesus our Lord from the dead. Look at it and he, he broke it down. The next verse, please. Who was delivered for our offenses and was raised again 
for our justification. Give me the New Living Translation. That this is what we believe. He was, he was delivered. He died. My sins are forgiven. He rose. I am declared righteous. If I believe that righteousness is imputed upon me, and as this righteousness is imputed, all my victories manifest. He was handed over to die because of our sins. And he was raised to life to make us right with God. I always like the way the New Living Translation put us one to make us right with God. With God. Say the guess I am right with God. Back to King James, the Romans 5, verse 1. Then we we'll go to Romans 4, verse 1. <laughs> Amen. Therefore, being justified. Where are they being there? Present continuous. Being declared righteous by faith. By what? Faith. By what? Faith. We have peace. With our, with our, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus, the anointed one and his anointing. We have peace. We have peace. Oh, we have peace with God. <laughs> oh, glory to God. Say, so, so, so have peace with God. There is no enmity between God and I. I stand in his presence as though I have never sinned. Never. I stand in his presence as though I have never sinned. Jesus said that when the evil one comes, right, you will find none of his in us, in me. You know, when we are, <clears throat> believe that way, amen. We said, that, wow, Jesus can say that. Only Jesus can say that. When I begin to understand God's word, as well, if I can't say it, something is wrong. Amen. Because he has made me right. He has cleansed me. He has cleansed me. He has made me a brand new person. So when the evil one form comes, he cannot find anything of his in me. Can you just say that to your neighbor? You have some faith. You can go back to your seat. Thank you. But you are enjoying that place. Get excited a little bit. Come on. Of you are really, they are, they are, they are really thinking. Think I'm here to challenge your righteous mind, amen. To the truth of the gospel. Let's not waste time in church, amen. Always going around trying to establish our own righteousness. You know, it's a thing of self, amen. To brag, I did it. 
I used to tell you, I, I still never have my anxiety. We used to, we used to compete to finish the Bible so we can brag about read through the Bible. Now, it was good we read through the Bible, but the motive was wrong. Are you still with me? It was good we read through the Bible. And you should. Glory to God. But not, not you come and brag. That's why you read through the Bible, you didn't get anything. But you read through the Bible. And the one who did not read through the Bible have a better standing than you. Because he believes something. Are you still with me? Glory to God. Back to Romans 4 verse 1. Thank you. Let's continue. What shall we say then that Abraham our father as pertaining to the flesh has found? I've elaborated on that. If Abraham, if Abraham were justified by works, he were off to, he had were off to glory, but not before God. For what said the scripture? Abraham believed God and it was counted unto him for righteousness. Now to him that walketh is the reward not reckoned of grace but of death. But to him that walketh not but believeth on him that justifieth the ungodly his faith is counted for righteousness. Say my faith is counted for righteousness. Even as David also described the blessedness of the man unto whom God imputed righteousness outside works. And that is the catch. The man that God imputes righteousness outside works. The man to whom God imputes righteousness outside works. David described that man's Blessedness. Mean the man is blessed. Now wait, 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 wait. That's why we are here. God said that there's a group of people, and David saw them. He didn't experience it, but he saw it. Being a prophet, that there's a group of people that God will impute righteousness outside their performances, outside their self-effort. And we are the group of people. Then why are we still emphasizing that to be righteous we must do something? Amen. Why are we still emphasizing that to be righteous we must do something? Now, there are some group of people that say, no, 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 don't understand me. Well, I say that the way you go born again, you are righteous. Now, to maintain that righteousness, you have to keep the law. Now, if you are true, if you are correct, it means that righteousness is no longer a gift. It's no longer free. I mean, we can quote, I'm not, I'm not you can, we can quote, but I want to be here. He said that, the that Romans, uh, 517, right? That, uh, uh, those who are good receive abundance of grace and what the gift of righteousness shall reign in life. Amplifying that shall reign as king is life. So if it's a gift, if it's a gift, 
If it's a gift, it's not powered by grace, then there's nothing I need to add to it. Okay, let's put it this way. Ubeda, I want you to come to my house tomorrow. And I will give you my car as a gift. But every day, you'll be giving me, just small, small, every day for the rest of your life, you'll give me 5,000 naira. You know, you know, you know, you know, you know the trick. When you hear the word five thousand every day, you know, you, you, you hear five thousand you not, you not, every day will not turn upon you. What you hear is five thousand naira. Range over. Five thousand naira. Okay. But that is every day. Yeah, for the rest of his life, huh? It's not more a gift. It becomes a very, very expensive. Yes. Uh, sir? 1.8 million a year. You are already a year. Eh? <laughs> you are just a small boy. The next year, 1.8. The next year, 1.8. I don't have 10 years. I'll go and buy a brand new one. And you still pay me. I'm sure someone like Aduko. And Joe will call and say, that is not a good thing. That is not a good thing. Remember, is checking you. Remember, is checking you. If righteousness is a gift, then you should not be servicing it by keeping the law to maintain it. Say amen. What say amen? I'm saying the truth. And I'm happy that it's going out on air free. I mean, you got a lot of that people be scold what I say. Amen. You can always go back to it. Then it's not a gift. But it's a gift. That is why the scripture could boldly say that Abraham staggered not at the promise of God. Amen. And, and then the scripture will boldly put to display all of Abraham's error. He didn't cover it. He wrote it for you to see it. Then he come and say there. He did not stagger. Then I wonder what is this? Glory to God. And like I told you on Sunday, right? And I want to emphasize that again. Don't, don't mistake David. David described it. He said, ah, there are people I'm seeing. David wasn't saying that he was one of them. Because David's sin was credited against him. The moment he committed that sin and killed the great service. Where was I? (laughs) 
David, thank you. Thank you. David's sin was credited on him. He repented in sackcloth. He repented. He prayed. He shouted. He fasted. God, God is not a wicked God. The same God said, David is a man after my heart. But that child, that baby must die. Because of sin. The baby died. <laughs> that is the beginning. Amen. Of death and sorrow in David's life. Amen. Hey, Solomon took off his father also. When it comes to sin and women. <laughs> Under Solomon. God said the kingdom is divided. Solomon thought he had escaped it. The moment he saw Rehoboam came up, it was divided. They are written for our example. Yes. But you know that to them, sin is what? Credited. Solomon said, well, why with that? Because the blood of goose and goat cannot take away sin. It can't. Blood of Jesus. Only the blood of Jesus Christ can take away sin, can remit sin, can wipe our sins. The next verse, sir. That's the creature there, man. Verse 7. Saying, Blessed are those whose iniquities are forgiven and whose sins are covered or remitted. They are wiped out. There's a blessedness that follows it. Verse 9, quickly. There's one part I want to enter into. Comment this blessedness upon the circumcision only or upon the uncircumcision also. For we say that by faith was reckoned to Abraham for that. No, 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 it's okay. It's okay. No, no, it's okay. I know another part. Now listen. Uh, okay. Go to 10. 3 to 10. They were going to Isaiah. Now I want to tell you something right now. Romans 10. Romans 10. From 3 to verse 10. Amen. Now, now listen. We need to know this truth. Amen. We need to walk in this truth. Now this is a question. We, we have taken time to explain what this truth is. I will take from scriptures. But I need to put this side, this part inside. How do I walk in this truth? How do I walk in this truth of the gospel? It's very simple. By declaring it. By declaring it. And, 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 and I've explained a little bit earlier on. Don't make a mistake of thinking, okay, I'll just declare money comment. Please declare money comment. You should. You should. But the power of it is from you are being righteous. You need to declare it. You need to say it. In the midst of difficulties, in the midst of problems, Tell yourself and keep saying it. I am the righteousness of God in Christ. 
the consciousness of your righteousness. Because you are already righteous. The book of Proverbs says, righteousness delivers from death. It's a force. It's a force. It delivers you from death. It delivers you from sicknesses. It delivers you from poverty. Delivers you from problem. I will say in Nigeria, from, from Wahala. Say, I am righteous. It's a declaration that covers everything. That watch. For they be ignorant of God's righteousness are going about to establish their own righteousness. I have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God, which I have explained further. Just move on. Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone, to everyone that believeth. Listen, it didn't just say Christ is the end of the law. The Lord that we go to that place and stop. Uh-uh. Finish it. Christ is the end of the law for everyone that believeth. So if you believe in what Christ has done for you, when it comes to righteousness, the law has ended. It's not the law that makes you righteous. I'm tempted to go to Romans 3 right now, but I want to go by the main 30 minutes. And this, let's talk about walking the truth first. To everyone that believeth, that move on, sir. No, verse 5. For Moses described the righteousness which is of the law, that the man which doeth those things shall live by them. Moses explained, I said this yesterday, I'll say it again on Sunday, say it again. It's good. Moses described it to the righteousness that is by the law comes by doing. It comes by doing. But remember, he started from verse 3. He started by seeing that two kinds of righteousness. The righteousness of God, which we are supposed to submit to. And that another righteousness, which, because you are ignorant of the righteousness of God, you are trying to establish it in your own physical abilities. In your own doings. You know, I'm, I'm stressing this. right? You may not understand, but I pray, I'm, 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 I pray you understand. Because I've seen somebody quote the same thing. I said, then you see, you to be righteous, you have to do something. I've seen many preachers preaching. Maybe you have not preached it. Amen. He's, I say amen. amen. He's describing a form of righteousness. Go back to verse 5. I've seen there. He's describing a form of righteousness. A kind of righteousness that come by doing. That is not the one you are in. That's not the one you are in. It's not by your doings. So that is say, say like this, as maybe some of the caption you put it, put it up. People start asking me a lot of questions. Somebody asked me on Sunday. Uh, well, I, I believe you are sincere. Let me believe you are sincere. I said, you are really blessed by the message, so I believe you follow the message. Right? Is that there? But what would you say of Ananias and Sapphira? That they died. 
So if you are, if you are, if you are, if you are, the person, now listen. And Ananias and Sapphira were not those that believed. They were not Christians. I thought they were Christian. You get that by thinking. Just because you come to church doesn't make you a Christian. But earlier on, I said that Christ is the end of the law to all those that, for righteousness to all those that do what believe it. Look at the way Scripture introduced them. They were coming to church. They were not born again, right? And if you are not born again, you remember that the first few years the church started, then Peter and them, all of them, they were all in Jerusalem. They were preaching only to the Jews. So all of them coming to church, were getting born again, coming to church there, they were what? Jews. Many of them, many years after the church started, many of them, after they got born again, were still keeping the law. They were actively keeping the law. I'm not just talking about keeping the Ten Commandments. They were keeping all the ordinances, the small rituals and everything of the law. Going to the temple, they were keeping the law. What do you think uh, Peter was going to do when he met uh, the, the guy at the beautiful gate? At the hour of prayer. It was all the Lord's commandment. At the hour of prayer, he was going to the temple to pray. The same thing they wrote later on. We'll talk about that. Maybe not today. Maybe on Maybe on, on Sunday actually. They tried to rope uh, what's the Paul into it, which fetched him big trouble. And a big trouble that landed in prison for years. So this guy, they were there, they were people that believe in the law. There are consequences for what they do. Consequence what they do. They were not born again. They came, they stepped out of it. Death came. He's not talking to you. It's not. There were, there were even some things that you know that you read after Paul. There were some, like I said earlier on, there are some problems that came upon him. This is my own heart. You can judge me, want to judge me, but this is my own belief. If Paul had not stepped into acting on some of those laws, those problems would have not come upon him. And me, I can prove that from the Bible. From even from his the writings of Paul himself. But he knew it to please his brothers, to please the Jew, he stepped into it. Even one, he was one, even in the vision. Adam was there. So the Jew, it was so it was written there clearly. To the Jew, we bind this owner of this belt and deliver him to the Romans. And he, he in his own message have said time and again that the law brings you into captivity. The law binds you. So the moment they told him, go and keep the law, the rituals of the law, right? So that the brothers will think that you are not preaching against the law. Which I'm sorry to say, but it was. The moment he said, okay, let me do it. 
always trying to please people. That was the problem with uh, King Saul. Always trying to please people. King Saul lost his throne to David because of that. The moment he started acting and started keeping all those shabby hair and everything, seven days, he, he was bound. He was bound. The Lord bound him. And when they tried to kill him, right, the Romans came and delivered him. He was delivered into their hand for years. Many, many of the, of the Agrippa and all of them that they came before them, they said, ah, this man, there's no reason for him to be here. They keep saying there's no reason for him to be here, but they didn't release him. Eventually, he appealed to Caesar. Of course, I know he was going to preach to Caesar. Right? And that followed suit. But he was there. He came to Rome. He was in jail. They kept him house arrest for years. This, the righteousness of the law brings bondage. Or put it this way, trying to be righteous by obeying the law brings bondage. Say amen. Now look at the next one. Thank you. Verse 6. 23 minutes. But the righteousness which is of faith speaketh on this wise. Now listen, say, the righteousness which is of faith speaks. Righteousness speaks. Righteousness speaks. Stay here. And uh, uh, Second Corinthians 5 verse 21 say that uh, if you are in Christ, right, you become the righteousness of God in Christ. Because Jesus will be sin for you. So, this way. Jesus was made sin for us. Now we have become the righteousness of God in Christ. So Jake's is now what? The righteousness of God in Christ. The righteousness of faith speaks. So Jake's does what? Speaks. Thank you. Thank you. Jake's does what? Speaks. Let's put a, let's put a, a book, uh, marker there. Let's go to Isaiah 45, from verse 22. To walk in the truth of the gospel, you are going to believe the truth of the gospel, right? And you're going to speak it. And that is faith. You are going to confess the righteousness of God in the midst of all your struggles, in the midst of all your troubles, in the midst of all your confusion. Keep speaking and keep declaring that you are the righteousness of God in Christ. I'll say that again before I read. To walk in the truth of the gospel, I'm going to believe 
and you're going to confess the truth of the gospel. You are going to confess that you are the righteousness of God in Christ. In the midst of your struggles, in the midst of the problems, the confusion, the darkness, I'm going to keep declaring that you are the righteousness of God in light, in Christ. Amen. I've told people, right? The people meet me and they are under one form of addiction or the other. After I pray for them, I'll tell them. I say, keep saying it. Say you are the righteousness of God in Christ. I say, when those urges are coming, right? Open your mouth and declare, I am the righteousness of God in Christ. God is my witness. 100% God is my witness. Every one of them that have obeyed the instruction, they have written to me to testify how they got out of those addictions. Everyone. Everyone. I say, yes, it may look like a struggle. Keep saying it. You'll be, you may be saying sometimes that you sit and you still find yourself falling to it. Right? Stand up and keep saying it. You see, a righteous man shall fall several times. But he shall rise again. Listen, because you fall does not negate your righteousness. You know what negated righteousness? You refusing to rise. So, I, I say several times, it's, it's a complete falling. So you fall flat on your face. Say it. And not run away from God's presence. Not run away from God's presence. Say in Mount Zion, there shall be deliverance. Don't run away from God's presence. I've seen it work with addiction. I've seen it work with sickness. I've seen it work with, with finances. Keep saying it. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. As you are saying, the light is shining. You say, awake. I say, awake unto righteousness and sin no more. Be conscious of a righteousness. The power of sin is completely broken in your life. As you awake, come to consciousness of righteousness. And one of the ways you come to the consciousness of your righteousness is by you declaring with your mouth. I am righteous. Come on, shout it out. I am the righteousness of God in Christ. It does not matter. Trust me, it does not matter how many times, a thousand times you make that mistake. Keep saying it. God, I where the power comes from. Say righteousness. I quote, it, I quote it again. Righteousness delivers from death. Let me find that in somewhere. Let me find that it's Romans 10. You'll be finding it as I read. So I just Romans 10 verse something. I find, find that scripture on me. Now look at it. Isaiah 55. Look unto me and be ye saved. All the ends of the earth. For I am I am thy God, and there is none else. Go ahead. I have sworn by myself 
And the word is, the word is gone, the word of our mouth in righteousness and shall not return. That unto me every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. I shall swear, sorry. Before we continue, that is the same thing the book of Philippians is saying. Say, wherefore, God have highly exalted uh, Jesus and given him a name that is above every other name. That at the name of Jesus Christ, every knee must bow and every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord. That tongue confessing that Jesus is Lord is our mouth speaking righteousness. I talk about the name of Jesus Christ, I talk about the works of Jesus Christ. That is the same thing quoted Paul quoted from there. That every tongue shall swear. Go, go ahead. Going to 25. Surely shall one say, In the Lord have I righteousness and strength. What are you saying? In the Lord I have what? Righteousness and what? Strength. In the Lord I have what? Righteousness and what? Strength. I tell you, this is where our strength comes from. This is where our power comes from. In the Lord, I have righteousness. That should be your constant declaration. In the face of adversity, in the face of the enemy. Keep saying it. I have righteousness and strength in the Lord. I have the righteousness of God in Christ. I have righteousness and strength. Even to him shall man that men come and all that are incensed against him shall be ashamed. Say amen. amen. 25. In the Lord shall all the seed of Israel be what? Declared righteous and shall glory. <laughs> in the Lord, in the Lord, we are declared righteous, right? Is it the seed of Israel? In another teaching I've told you years ago, right? Or some months back. When you see that word seed, the seed of Abraham, the seed is talking about what? Christ. And in Galatians 3, say that when we are born again, we are put on Christ. We become what? Abraham's seed. And heir of the promise. So anyway, you see the word seed, put yourself there. If the Lord shall all the seed, all of us, in the Lord, we are justified and we do what? We glory! Please go back to 24. The same group of people, go back to 24. The same people, people, surely shall one say, in the Lord, in the Lord, the same people, in the Lord, we will say, we have what? Righteousness and strength. We have righteousness and strength. Strength Against every weakness of the flesh. Strength. Strength against every infirmities. Every sicknesses. Every addiction. Every sin. Strength. In the Lord, we have righteousness and strength. In the Lord, we have what? Righteousness and strength. 
Keep confessing the Lordship of Jesus Christ. And I want you to know that anytime you are confessing that you are the righteousness of God in Christ, you are confessing the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Keep confessing the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Keep confessing the righteousness that you have in Christ. Keep confessing the strength that you have because you are righteous. That is where our strength lies. This is where our strength, this is where the power comes from. I kept, I kept saying that hey, the power comes from what? That picture in Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection. All thy sins came upon him. On the cross, he became the serpent. Glory to God. <laughs> I was telling Pastor Kodja, some people outside, I said, hey, in the beginning, though, when we started Savannah about 26 years ago, you know the logo I wanted us to do? The, the logo was a cross, amen, with a snake on it. From, from, uh, from, uh, why do they call it? From John 3. On the cross, it became a serpent. Hi, yeah, 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 yeah. When I said that the persecution that would have been persecuted, maybe some of you will not be here today. And to be honest, I, you can ask the others to tell you, I never, I wanted, I wanted to call it Grace Temple. I didn't want to call us chapel. I wanted, I wanted to do the word temple. Snake on the cross. Temple. It will be some other grace temple, actually. I guess it would be grace temple. But we prayed a little bit, amen. We wise up a little bit. <laughs> let's keep the conf- let's keep the persecution as minimal as possible. <laughs> let's reduce it, amen. But you are in a grace temple, amen. And there's a, there's a snake on the cross. Yeah, there's a snake on the cross. He became a serpent. That is why God told Moses to make a brazen serpent and lift it up. Then look at it, say, anyone that looked to it. And Jesus that came in, in John, in John 3 and substitute look for belief. So, lift up a brazen serpent and anyone that believe it, believe it. Brazen serpent. But that truth is, is paramount today. It's very, very strong because you have to believe that Jesus became your sin on the cross. If you don't believe that, you are not saved. He became your sin on the cross. Your nature of sin came upon him on the cross. It's a substitutional work. Your nature of sin came upon him. His own righteous nature came upon you. So there's a snake on the cross. My sickness came upon him. My poverty came upon him. And his own rightness came upon me. His own prosperity. For we know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. You see, he called it grace. For we know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Even though he was rich, yet for my came poor. That I, through his poverty, might become rich. 
It's not works. It's grace. So I have rich. I'm spiritually rich. It's spiritual blessing. Well, I think you, I think you started somewhere then. <laughs> Let's not even talk too much. Maybe uh, Tuesday we'll go to that. But I think you are started somewhere. First, believe that they are spiritually rich. And what is what happened inside will definitely manifest outside. So if you are spiritually rich, glory! Very soon, physical richness is going to do what? Manifest! I am righteous. Charlie, you say I am righteous. Oh, I don't understand. You cannot, you cannot, you cannot understand. You cannot be excited. It's not, it's not a struggle. Faith is not a struggle. It's not a struggle. It's not a struggle. You know, look here. Okay, let me. Where did I miss again? Where did I miss again? Where did I miss again? That is not faith. How God be? Where? I'm missing somewhere. You are a man. You always miss it. And if that is the case, if that is the case, nobody will get anything. But we have allowed that condemnation to hold us down. I didn't confess long enough. I didn't pray hard enough. I should have added some more fasting. I just did 10 days and I've done 20 days. I'm preaching well. I was saying some people yesterday, yesterday about the friend. It's a friend actually. <laughs> oh, uh, I wish we can do something like that, amen. But it's not correct. <laughs> so there's this political that came and met him and said that um, he wants to be governor of his state. The guy said that he should, he should sow seed. He should go and sow seed, and he will pray for him and he become the governor of the state. The guy went to bring money. So, before the guy bought the money, somebody had come to give him some money in Ghana must go. So, the day the guy was going to come, he knew the day the guy was coming. So, he asked them to, he, he told his boys to bring the Ghana must go and put it in the parlor. He had this big house. In, in the, well, he had this big house. They, and they unzipped the Ghana must go so you can see the one water on the notice. And it was skewed up to the top. Then, Saddam had this big, gigantic television that's very, very big. But three of them, they're all, they're all on. AC blowing. The place was just, the place was looking very good. To be honest, the place was looking very, very good. So he sat down, right? When the guy came, the guy came in, he said, oh, that came out, come, come and sat down. One of his boys was sitting across. He now said, Oh, uh, excuse me, I have something I, I need to do. Why don't you do anything? He told me himself, not that I am not saying hearsay. He told me what he did. Telling you what he did. He went up, he said, Why don't you do anything? Just yeah, 30 minutes. Don't lie down, we're just resting. So the politician has scoped around and someone got up and go open and some money. He had bought his own money in one envelope. <laughs> When he came back, and I said, oh, sorry, I, I'm so busy. What is it? He said, um, Pastor, I will come back. 
I will come back. Um, the money I was saying, no. This is the money I was trying to give. He doesn't want to come back. He said, no, 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 no. Pastor, let me go and come back. He was oppressed by what he saw. That was the plan. He now went. Pack money, pack money, pack money. I came. And dropped it. And uh, my friend prayed. So, primarily, the guy was beaten. I mean, he was, he was, he was terribly beaten. So, he now came. I said, Pastor, what happened? And he was the answer. It was God's answer. I'm saying this. God's answer again. Say, your sin was not big enough. You, you, you wanted, you, you wanted to be a governor of a state. Look at that seed. That's it. Governor of a state. That's it. Like, you say, wasn't big enough. You see, some of these things bring misconception in people's heart. So before you know it right, we are no longer looking at us because we are righteous. We are looking at, okay, but sin is not big enough. Now, don't misunderstand me. If I be saying that swears finally shall reach finally, and he that swears bountifully shall reach bountifully, it's scripture. But let me tell you, if what you have, your sowing is dependent on what you have. Because Jesus said that somebody can stand and give a million naira, for example, to camp with him. And to God, that is parallel to that person. Because he has far more than that. Say amen, I'm preaching well. And somebody can give maybe 10,000 naira to camp with him. And it's bountiful because that is all the salary made for even two months. Are you getting me? So, to that person that gave a 10,000 naira, it's it's bountifully. The person that gave a million naira is what? Sparingly. Because it's in what? Comparison to what you have. And they don't be saying about the God know what you have. Say amen now. I may not know what you have. But God knows. And bottom line is to be obedient to him. But don't, 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 no, that, that, that was not right. Do my friend, right? That was not right. Because you put heart, amen, to their performance. Not to what Jesus has done for them. Are you still with me? Listen, if it's 5,000 naira you have, and God said that they are the next governor of Kogi State, amen. And you saw it, amen. You'll be the next governor of Kogi State. But with, with that fact, yes. God will create things to happen for you. Why? Why? Because ultimately, it's not the fire of Naira. It's what? It's the sacrifice of the body of Jesus Christ. And righteousness has been credited to you. Play something for me, man. Let's go back to. Well, we will make <laughs> we make progress, but not plenty, man. Let's go back to Romans ten. But I'm happy we will make progress, man. Uh, P.O.P. Thank you for giving me the time, man. Though I will have still taken it, man. <laughs> I think I talked about verse 5, but Romans 10, 
or verse 5. Verse 6. Thank you. Let's just finish this part, right? But the righteous enemy of faith speaketh. Yes. We are, we, we are the speaking people. We are the speaking generation. Look, we are the generation that we speak and take. We are the, let me put the right way. We are the generation that we believe, we speak, and we take. That's who God has made us. We are not the generation that do what? That walk to take. And it wasn't Deuteronomy 14 or, or uh, something. He said, I'm taking you to a land that you will not uh, uh, plant it and irrigate. He said, if you not drink water from your foot, which refer to man's performance, irrigation. But see, the land I'm taking you, it will drink from the heavens itself. It has changed. There's a generation that had to use their their, their feet to irrigate their energy, their strength, their performance. There's a generation that it based on their performance. There's a generation that came under Moses. But there's a generation that is not based on you using your feet to irrigate. But the heavens will give you rain of itself. The generation that will enjoy the anointing. When the anointing of God will come because of what God has done for them. The anointing of God will come upon them and make them prosper. That's what you're saying, Zerubbabel. I mean, Zacharias. It's not, this is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel. It's not by power. It's not by might. Hey, there's a paradigm shift. It has moved from that. It's not by the spirit of the living God. There are the people, yes, that use their performance to try and please God. But it has moved from there. It's by the Spirit of the living God. So the Spirit of God is now doing what we will have done with our own abilities. And he said that when they bring the last stone and put it in place, they were putting the stone in place, shouting, Grace! Grace unto it. That is the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. You are that generation of people. Say, I am that person. Let's start to our feet. Thank you. I want to shout three times The Lord is good and His mercy is endured forever. Go. The Lord is good and his best is endured forever. The Lord, the